0: No.
1: What's up, y'all? Welcome to Carolina Takedown Talk. I'm Ryan Mitchell, joined by Rhett Hoy. We're a podcast that is presented by Carolina's Matt News and sponsored by Village Coaching. If you want to check out Village Coaching for all your recruiting needs, it is Village hyphencoaching.com. All right, Rhett. It's been a little bit since we've been on together. You took the reins last week, got to talk to the newest North Carolina AA, Jonathan Milner. So uh, let, let's uh, recap some NCAA stuff because we, we got some stuff to talk about, man.
0: For sure. It was a big weekend. Um, it was awesome talking to Milner. Uh, John John's great. You know, I thought that episode was, was a lot of fun to do and getting to talk to him and, and hear his story. Um, hear a little bit of the insights of the App State program that you just don't get to see just watching those guys wrestle and just kind of reading the articles to see people write. Um, you know, it was really cool seeing Milner um, talk about talk about the cultures there there a little bit, throw it back to, to the Sewell episode. But, you know, that might not be the only thing we see from Milner. You know, I mean, he's got possibly – he's got two years of eligibility um, due to that free year from COVID. And so, mm-hmm. I think – you know, he's saying he wants to wrestle a lot of freestyle this offseason. Um, I'm excited to see what he does with that. And, uh, you know, maybe we'll come back for that That's that second free one, you know. But uh, I do have to say here first, um, we haven't talked about it since we made these picks, but I am going to have to say that I was right and you were wrong. Austin O'Connor, University of North Carolina, Chapel Hill, is a national champ. Controversy or not, he's a national champ, and I called it.
1: Yeah, I I guess they raised his hand at the end. I was doubtful. Uh, I still, I still think Sasso had the takedown. I texted (laughs) you pretty fast about that. I was like, you did. It was
0: it was lightning fast.
1: (laughs) I just, I mean, he, I don't know. It's where it gets a little subjective, right? Was that control? Was that not control when he had the foot? And then where I thought he personally had the takedown is when he had the full foot and ankle trapped underneath, and O'Connor was sitting on his butt. Uh, that's when I thought the two should have been awarded, but the refs disagreed. O'Connor's a national champ. I, it's not that I'm not happy North Carolina has a national champ. Right. Chapel Hill has one. Tony and Coleman Scott and that whole crew, um, they deserve it. I feel like that's just the beginning for their program. For sure. It just wasn't my pick, and uh, I, I, st- <laughs> I, I still
0: – I know, Carolina fans, I don't want you guys – to think that the, the Ryan hates Chapel Hill or anything, okay? He just thought that Sasso was the guy, and he just, you know, I saw yeah. O'Connor taking it.
1: I just thought, yeah, I just thought, it was, I thought Sasso had more ways to score. And uh, O'Connor proved me wrong, proved you right. As much as I hate being wrong, I'm happy for O'Connor and the Carolina program. I wish that uh, you wouldn't have picked him so he didn't get to rub it in my face. But, you know, <laughs> you, you win some, you lose some on that one. But you uh, congratulations. Congratulations to Austin O'Connor and his teammate, Zach Sherman. I I talked about this guy, um, I think, a a couple episodes back. But he's a real tough kid, too, man. Um, He placed eighth um, at 141. So a Blair product, but he actually is a Florida kid. So Southeast getting represented there. And Tariq Wilson from NC State finishing third at the same weight. Tariq looked phenomenal um, for NC And, man – I'll tell you, that was not a pin. That was not a pin. That was not a pin. He was not pinned in the semifinals against Ironman. I lost my mind. I jumped off the couch. My kids thought that I hurt myself. I was freaking (laughs) out. Now, now he probably wasn't digging himself out of that 6-0 hole that he would put himself in. But
0: against Ironman, I don't think so. But if he wasn't stuck right there, I mean, I know that another word, North Carolina podcast. So we're gonna take our we're gonna take our North Carolina schools most of the time here, but uh, I I agree. I, I mean, I, like you said, against Ironman, I don't think he comes back from six nothing, but he wasn't stuck, you know. No. But, uh, I, but I, I speaking love watching of, speaking of.
1: There. Yeah, me too, man. He's he's awesome. I wish I heard he's gonna move on. I wish he would use his extra year, but I don't blame guys for him and Quincy, watching. I
0: believe, or him and uh, not Quincy, um, Kennedy Monday. I believe Monday is moving on as well. So yeah. that's uh that's a tough one for me. You know, I, I really enjoy watching that guy Russell.
1: Dude, speaking of no no pin calls, though. So if the Ironman pin call was a pin call, Rena had Warner stuck. Had him stuck,
0: man. Holy cow. I, I was, was losing my mind. I was absolutely pocket. losing my mind. It was nuts. He had him stuck, but dude. Raining, like you got to finish the match, man. <laughs> yeah, but he, in my
1: opinion, he finished the match. The, yeah, I, I don't know. Yeah. I didn't, I didn't, I didn't like the two stall calls within 13 seconds at the end of yeah, the match. that's tough. I that's, mean, uh, it's a little bit of
0: favoritism there, but it's all right.
1: It, I think the ref got a little, little worrisome of what Tom and Terry were yelling at him in the dang corner, man. I just, yeah. I wasn't I was pleased. Tell which one was yelling?
0: Yeah, <laughs> I wasn't pleased.
1: I just. They, they refused to call stalling most of the time, and I'm not trying to be harping on officials all episode, but they, were, they were, the officials seemed to refuse to call stalling most of the time. You saw it in finals. Yep. Um, and then they hit Renan with 13 seconds left. Yeah, he should have been a little more active probably, but dang, man. I just I didn't agree with that, um, that call, and I, like I said, he, he was stuck. He was stuck. If especially if Ironman pinned Wilson or DeSanto pinned whoever he would pin in the quarterfinals, like yeah, man, that was egregious and hey, DeSanto
0: me. DeSanto like imploded. He he blew
1: himself up, man. That guy, like brand's have
0: to figure out a way to, to keep him a little bit calmer, man, because he just he loses it. Like I love I love his go get it and you know, I love that aggression that he shows while he's wrestling, but good gosh, man, like somebody's gotta put a leash on him. <laughs>
1: Yeah. See, I have a slightly different take. Mine's on. The, I'm on the opposite of the spectrum. Like, uh, now timeline-wise, I think it happened right. Whatever the incident was, they really didn't talk about it, and I don't want to speculate based on what the forums say and whatnot. But right, uh, um, you saw Tom or Terry. I can't remember which one. Kind of hyping DeSanto up in the corner, and then they said, "Man, everybody knows that uh, Austin DeSanto. He." he has autism. And when you, you have kids that are on the spectrum like that, just like coming from where I come from, uh, working with kids that that are on, you got to give that kid some time. It's, it's not the same as kind of having a microphone, all kids, I don't feel like should be having a microphone shoved in their face right away. Um, yeah. But especially right there. And I think me personally, well, his actions were wrong. Yes. What, I don't know what he said, what he did and he took the punishment. That's fine. But if you listen, I mean, some of the things that Tom and Terry and not just them, but some of the other coaches are saying in the corner and they, they just get to go around their merry day. I'm like, where's the accountability for the coaches too. Right. Yeah. I don't know. I, I just kind of, I'm on the other spectrum where I'm like, if you're going to punish the athlete, take a look at what the coaches are saying and uh kind of hold them accountable too. But I don't know. Just, just his pin call was so fast, though, in the quarters. Like that was like a flash pin and freestyle. And then the ref, like I don't know, the ref must have been just looking at the clock or something during the reen call. To me, that was the most egregious call of the weekend. Like I know a lot of people think that the high call was worse. I think I think the reen and pin call was worse. I think the reen and pin call was worse because he had him pinned like four times within that minute span. Now the high one was bad. And it's bad for a lot of reasons. It's just bad for our sport to, to have something like that agree just happen.
0: Yeah.
1: Um, I mean, it's just uh,
0: – I mean, I know, I, know- I, I got to talk with Frank a little bit on uh, on Instagram Live. We kind of de- – waiting for the next round to start. We popped on for about 10 minutes and talked about it. And I just – how can you not go back and watch it and start the time from when the whistle blows and wrestling starts? Whenever they go out of bounds, and like, how do you yeah. – I, I, I don't understand. I just – I don't get it. I don't like the NCAA's answer to it. I don't like how they had the guy come out um, and interviewed him, and he said, oh, it's just – it's guesswork. You know, it's like – it's not. It's time. Yeah. Like, time is the least guesswork thing of any, like, call that we have to make. You know, it wasn't – like, the Sasso and O'Connor call was, like, that's guesswork. I'll say that's guesswork every single day. Because that is, my opinion was, you know, he put his hand there, didn't, like, I, I feel like on that one, if he if he pulls that leg in just a little bit, it's two, shows control, but just setting it there doesn't set, like, doesn't have control, right? Like, if I put my hand on your wrist, do I, like, and I just set it there, do I control your wrist? Or whenever I come here, I control it, right? And, like, and I pull it, it gets, gray kind of gets foggy there, but time like that's one thing that you can yeah. sit there and look at and say no six and a half seconds came off the clock come back to the middle and that's it you don't say ah well we can't really see it so you get seven more seconds there you go and I mean and don't get me wrong I don't want to like I don't want to you know gripe on that too much and and we're always thankful for our table workers and and that's a tough job and like and, and being a referee it's such a tough job, especially at such a high level, but it's just like that review systems put in there for a reason. And if we're going to yeah. come back and say it's just guesswork, why?
1: Well, from what I understand <laughs> too about that call is like, there's specified in there that they can't use like a cell phone or stopwatch to like review the call. Yeah. So that's why the time. So, but really what it boiled down to, to me, not to harp back on you officials, but on the officials, the table workers weren't ready to start when they started that restart and they were trying to get the attention, but the table wasn't right on the mat. Like it usually is because of COVID. So it was up in the stands a little bit. So they were trying to signal to the ref like, Hey, we're not ready to start the clock. Hey, we're not ready to start the clock. And the refs didn't pay attention to start it. And that's where the whole mayhem started. Uh, Now, should they have run a couple seconds off the clock? Yes. It's kind of ridiculous. Now, I got a little bit of hot take, like, and people might be mad about it, but
0: I think I know where you're gonna I, go with it. Knowing you, I think I man, know where you're gonna go with man. this.
1: There's seven seconds left. Yep, <laughs> there's, se- there's seven <laughs> seconds left, bro. Like, I mean, it's easy for me here. I'm not, never was, never will be an elite wrestler like that, but put your head in the way, down block, circle. Yeah. I mean, at that point, you can stall. You have seven seconds. Even if he touches your leg, flop the scramble around for a little bit. Yeah. Just avoid the takedown for yeah, seven the seconds. That,
0: the only thing with that is just, like, that adrenaline dump. Like, can you can you believe it? I mean, I just – like, you You know how it feels to win a big match. And in that instant – or especially if it's, like, a, a close call or, you know – Getting that big two on the edge, whatever it is, you kind of get that that big pump up and you're like, like, yes, like I got it, you know. I, it's gotta be tough at the national tournament for someone to say, like, boom, like and him look at the clock and think that I just won this. Like, you know, I like oh, I just for threw sure. off this upset. Yeah. And then to come back and go, Hey, you got seven more seconds. And yeah. then on
1: the other side, I agree.
0: You know, on the other side, you come out and go, Man, like I didn't do enough. Like, I couldn't get it done. And then they say, hey, you got seven seconds. Like, you got a second shot, you know? I mean, you know that he was going as as hard as he possibly could. And so it's just – there's kind of – there's both ends of that. Like, I, I I agree with you, and especially from a coaching-ass point, it's like – aspect, it's like, man, you got seven seconds. Figure it out. Like, <laughs> run away if you need to. Like, let mm-hmm. the Iceman move on. I'm like, let, let's go. And uh, – but at the same time, it's just – that's a tough call. Um, I hate it for Heil. You know, like he put he put together everything he needed to put together, um, and you know, just kind of the cards didn't fall the right way for him. But uh, you know, I do want to hit on on NC State a little more. And um, Trent Healey, runner up. You know, he he finished a great season. Um, obviously, mm-hmm. I had him picked to win it. Um, Fell short, but. You know, and then then Hayden Hadley, like, you know, I think he was one of the biggest surprises for me this weekend on where he finished.
1: Yeah, uh, being fifth instead of – I mean, I picked Car over picked him a because I, I thought – yeah, I picked Carr just because I thought Carr was going to be a little better attacking legs. Um,
0: that kid put it but I,
1: that weekend. Yeah. I never would have. I never would have picked him to finish fifth. Now I wouldn't have picked uh, Ryan Deacon to lose on the other side either. But I wouldn't have picked Hayden to finish fifth. Um, but you know, there's something to be said for losing that semi and kind of having that like dream kind of snapped and then having yeah. to recover. But big news out of uh, out of NC State for Hayden is that he's coming back. He's going to wrestle 174 next year, so it'll be back to back Hydleys in the lineup. It's going to be pretty sick. Um, So he's going to bump up two weights, and we'll see. I mean, some people are skeptical. I think weight is weight. If you put the right weight on, it doesn't really matter. I, I, I see him being able to translate his style to whatever weight, so I'm excited to kind of see him at 174. It's going to be crazy. We're going to have some five-time All-Americans next year, five-time yeah. conference champs. It's going to be kind of this weird thing with that free eligibility year. That's what you were kind of referencing with Milner, is that he's a redshirt junior, and next year he'll be still a redshirt junior because it's a free year from the NCAA. So yep. he technically has two more years left. Um, so we'll see if he uses that and how that goes forward. And uh, I'm excited for for his future. I think he's only going to improve. He wrestled O'Connor tough in the quarters. Um, O'Connor just I,
0: slowed him down with that front headlock. And that mm-hmm. and O'Connor's good at slowing people down, man. I mean, he just like O'Connor is one of those guys that he's going to blow your way with his attacks, I don't think. But he wrestles smart and he puts people in positions that they're not great at. And, yeah. and that's and that's just what he did with Milner. He slowed him down. You know, he slowed him down and he got out on bottom. And uh and it's just you know, I think Milner, you know, I, Whenever we talked to him, it was uh, – you know, his big focus this offseason is, is freestyle and trying to get – trying to get a little better on his feet. Um, I think he yeah. puts that in. He's yeah. going to be dangerous. But, uh, you know. But the last yeah, he has that good, on, like,
1: inside reach single. Yeah. He has that good, like, inside reach single that he hit. Yeah. I it's mean, so he long, hit that several man. times. Yeah, he gets – he just it reaches with that inside hand, scoops it up. And then sometimes – it he just has to reach across and kind of knee pick on the other side sometimes yeah. and finishes that takedown. But if he develops a few more attacks and kind of gets a little more efficient and finishing on his feet, his yeah. top game is a game changer and folk style. So, I mean, we, t- we talked about that. You tweeted that out on our social media account. So um, yeah. he's definitely someone to really watch out for. Um, but uh, Campbell had uh, Heil in the blood round, forementioned Heil, which was kind of crazy. Heil – um, uh, Fine Silver from Duke and uh, Milner were all in that same bottom quad. Like, only one of them was gonna come out as the AA. Yeah. And Fine Silver and, and Kyle wrestled to uh, wrestle, uh, um, or yeah, Russell Milner. Yeah, yeah, and Milner Feinsilver beat Feinsilver really wrestled. Silver
0: to uh, really wrestled Milner. Pretty tough. I mean, that was a that was a good yeah, match. Yeah, he's good, man. You know, he, he kind of surged back there a little bit. Um, you know, like I said, I think Duke's gonna have some some pretty good things coming out of there. Uh, with yeah. Solo. I think it was a da-
1: it was a down year, but I think they're going to yeah. rebound back. Especially, man, they're in a tough situation with their scholarship situation too. Like people don't realize, like that, that they're not a fully funded program right. at all. So I don't know. Well, what, what are your overall thoughts about uh, the team race? Like I won, but I, I walked but away Saturday night.
0: But did they?
1: Because I walked away Saturday night feeling like
0: tough. To tell me that I was that I was the best team in the nation whenever Penn State showed out the way they did.
1: Oh you yeah, it, hey, it's just I'm not I'm not gonna go to go too far with it. I mean, some of the Penn State fans on the. Uh... On the forums, are like, oh, we'd rather have the four champs than the national team title, and that's just that's a straight out lie. They're just trying yeah. to tell themselves They're that. Lie, but <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah. I mean, Iowa won. They had the better t- overall team, but man, Saturday night's finals belonged to Penn State. They just looked amazing, and they scored when they needed to. I mean, they beat Iowa head to head twice on matches that they had lost previously with uh Staracci and uh, Lee over Ironman and. Uh, Kemmer and man, they, they just, they did the thing. It was, I, I just, I'm never, I, uh, I said this to coach Jackson, one of our mutual friends. I said, I am never going to pick against the Penn state kid in the finals ever again, ever,
0: man. It's tough. Not like it's, it's tough to now, you know, and it's one of those things that like my brother and I, we've, you know, Robert, we've had that conversation before where, you know, I've asked him like if you had to pick somebody in college wrestling right now, that's your favorite, like who isn't, he's probably like Penn, like Penn state. I mean, like the, what Kale has done there, and just how cool and calm and collected they are, and just all of his kids seem ready for the moment. Moment, like whatever, mm-hmm. whatever they're faced with, they seem ready for it. And uh, yeah, I mean, they showed out. It was a great, great finals run for them, you know.
1: Oh, for sure, for sure. All right, man. Let's let's move on to some high school stuff. Let's get to, to back to our Carolina roots here and uh let's talk talk season is upon us we're getting closer now down we
0: are almost
1: here i I know you and your inca guys are excited um might be excited to take second in the state tournament this year i don't know we'll see oh come on Uh, (laughs) i don't
0: i don't see that all right i think uh we're preparing and uh we're looking great you know we've got some kids that that really look good
1: i hear you i'm excited to watch you guys i'm gonna get out there and get to a duel or something but uh, before we get into like a public school state championship, I do want to hit some highlights of the uh, independent state titles that kind of went down. They had that a few weeks ago. We just kind of had back-to-back episodes with NCAAs going on and D2 NCAAs and everything. But uh, uh, I just want to shout out some some of our top kids in the private school area. So Caleb Campos, this kid is like a 170, 182 pounder. He's on the big board uh, for the – 2022 class he's a junior won his third state title up he just bumped up to 195 just because he can and he stuck everybody he made it look easy uh his dad sent me his yeah his dad sent me his uh finals match and good night he looked good man i I really wish we could see him and the seasons kind of coincided and it was a normal year where we could see him get some of our top public school kids i mean he went up to um He went to West Virginia and won the uh, recruiting showcase that was up there. He's he's definitely a kid that uh, we're gonna see from North Carolina do some big things nationally post high school. I really like that kid a lot. Right. Um, What year is he? He's a junior. He's a junior this year. So watch watch for him. I'm interested to see kind of what schools um, kind of have him on the radar. has
0: Has he kind of has he started his recruiting process? You know, are any teams I'm, I'm, looking at him or anything like that?
1: I'm sure he's he's having some teams look at him. Uh, I have no inside knowledge about what those teams are, um, right? But but I, I have a feeling there's some pretty big names that are going to be watching that kid. And okay. then another another three time state champ, Hudson Jones. He wrestled uh, heavyweight. He's a another guy that's an actual national uh, preps AA. And he won his third state title, just pinning everybody as well. Just made it kind of look easy. Um, and he's another kid, man. We have a really great heavyweight crop right now in North yeah. Carolina, with Jamir, um, Jamir uh, from uh, Southern Guilford, and then Tristan Norris and Levi Andrews and uh, this Hudson Jones kid. Right? So uh, I, is it
0: Ryan Walker from? Uh,
1: yeah, Ryan Walker. Ryan Walker that that kid,
0: Conover. Yeah, he's mm-hmm. he just committed to. To Pembroke, or he signed with Pembroke, if I'm not mistaken.
1: Yeah, yeah, he committed back in the fall. Signed, um, kind of recently, right? Like right in the uh, yeah. January area. He's good. Yeah. He's great too. So we, our our crop of heavyweights in North Carolina right now is great. Um, yeah. Between all those guys, and I would I would like to see kind of where Hudson is with the public school kids, especially kind of like that Tristan Norris type tier, and and Ryan Walker as well, because yeah. Walker wrestled Tristan really tough um back at like the state folk style something or it was in tennessee and gatlinburg um, right. but he looks great um and then um trey wilfong he's a freshman won his first state title um Starting
0: pretty much bonus
1: bonus his way yes bonus his way through Looked great doing it he's a kid that i have on my freshman big board and then this kid that um uh, Caden Hagler, he, he did great as well. Providence day he rolled, um, tech fall in the semis, major in the finals. So kind of went untouched. He's a kid that's been really active this all season, kind of a bubble, big border type kid, not a kid that's on there yet, but, uh, he's pushing. And then a th- kid, I really honestly didn't know much about, uh, didn't, didn't know much about him up until I was kind of looking up some stuff, um, pre state tournament, um, uh, Nathan Nisco. Um, I think he trains at C2X with the uh, Ross brothers and all the cat guys, but right. he had a, he had a pin in 39 seconds in the finals. Wow. Which is super impress- impressive. But then I was kind of like looking through his results and uh, he actually texted the aforementioned Will Fong in a duel they had earlier this year. So he teched wow. the, the kid that won the way, uh, won another weight at the state tournament. So pretty impressive showing so um all those guys did well charlotte latin um did won the team title they had five finalists uh one state title guy so they did great job with that so kind of a weird year. they kind of weird that their their season's done right and um i've heard some rumblings that national preps might happen in may so that's a big gap to wait big gap to wait for those guys yeah but uh I, I really am looking for Will Fong and Hagler and, um, and Isco and then especially Jones and Campos to be doing some big things at National Preps. Watch out for those guys if that, if that tournament does occur, which I'm hearing some things that are it, it's, they're on the right track. So yeah. we'll, see, we'll see what's it's going looking forward.
0: For them. Mm-hmm. That's awesome. That's awesome, man. You know, I, so, I don't think that, that our, our private school – uh, I don't think they get all the respect they deserve all the time. Um, you know, I, I think that they do have a lot of kids that, that can come in and, and compete and win state titles at 1A, 2A, 3A, 4A. I mean, they still have studs, you know. And so, I, like you said, I agree. I wish that – I wish we had a, a regular season this year that we could see them kind of clash. And yeah. intertwine with, with some of our public school guys and, you know, some of the bigger names and, and see how they stack
1: up. Yeah, hopefully next year. Since most of those guys um, return, I'm hoping next year we'll be back on the normal schedule, and maybe we can see a lot of those. A lot of those Mm -hmm. teams are kind of Charlotte based, so maybe at the Holy Angels tournament we see them enter that. Yeah, be be fired to have that. So, dude, Rhett. So uh, those people don't know you run our social media stuff and do an awesome job with that. You put out this poll about. Top wrestlers in North Carolina. What, what kind of stuff do you see?
0: Man, we got a lot of different names. Um, our biggest ones are, are going to be Sealy. You know that kid is Joe Sealy. He's getting a lot of hype right now. You know, um, and from what you're telling me, I haven't got to see him wrestle yet. From what you're telling me, he is uh, he's the real deal. So, dude, we'll, he's we'll so, see if he, so good. if he can live up to it. You know. Um, Monteperto, or I, I I always butcher his name. Petro. yeah, Montepetro. Montepetro. There we go. Sorry, bud. Um, he was on there a lot. Norris was on. Um, Jeremiah Price, but the one that I was surprised that kind of kept on getting left off was Landon Ford. You know, yeah, and I don't know, and I don't know if that's because he's coming off of uh, off an injury, off of that surgery. Um, we kind of talked about it off air a little bit where, you know. I think it could help him out. I think that a little bit more time to, to recover and, and and get back to 100% might be helping him out. But it's tough. Like, How do you have a guy that's that's about to go for four and not put him on the list? You know, for me, he's he's at the top of the list. Um, and second's going to have to be Tristan Norris from up here, just because I've seen the kid in person, how much of a, of, of a monster he is.
1: Dude, Tristan is a monster, isn't he? So good. Yeah, so good. Is. Yeah, obviously showing the country that. too. I was surprised by that too when I saw you like reposting the polls and stuff that a lot of people were leaving landing out. Um yeah. of that I had numerous
0: and, people kind of comment on them on the on the answers and be like, How is four not on here? Like, where's four? Yeah. How is everybody forgetting four? I had coaches reaching out and everything else. And you know, I had a few coach a few coaches reach out and say, like, well, you know, where's our guy? Like, where's this? And you know, hey, look. If we do a poll, and your kid doesn't end up on there, like we're not trying to, to slight you guys. We're not trying to slight your program or anything else. But you know, on the poll, that's that's everyone else answering. You know, if you have a list, send it in. Like if you think your kid's on there, fight for him. You know, I do with our guys. You know, I think Grayson Harris one of the best juniors in the year that or of the of the year this year. You know, I think he's I think he's gonna be a monster this year, and I'll go to bat with anybody who wants to fight that. You know, I think Torres and Arts are going to be up there. You know, by the end of the season, I think they're really going to prove people wrong, and uh, and be up there and really make title runs and, and make big jumps this year. Same thing with Maxwell. You know, I mean, I'm going to fight for my guys. So I kind of I challenge you guys to do the same thing. That if you don't if you don't see your kid on there, um, and you think he should be, put him on there. Fight for your guy.
1: <laughs> yeah. Hey, all high school coaches Rhett is inherently biased to um his kids. So yeah, he's gonna he's gonna
0: <laughs> And you're gonna have to prove me wrong, okay? And I'm he's gonna,
1: fight he's, him. He's gonna leave your kids off on purpose. Anything no. anything you send him, he's not gonna post.
0: Come on. I'm now. just kidding.
1: I'm just kidding. i was <laughs> just kidding. So no, but to to back to the original point, I think people have kind of not forgotten about Landon. I think they're just he's in the front forefront of their mind because he's been kind of coming back off that injury yeah. and um, hasn't been competing where all these other guys have, he wasn't a super 32 or grapple fall classic, but man, they shouldn't. Yeah. He, he, that guy, I the very first thing I wrote for, uh, uh Jason Fulmore and Southeast Russell was the two, a, um, the two, a, uh, individual tournament preview. And in that I said that landed for his leg attacks are college ready. And I still believe that obviously he gets better angles and he sets up his attacks better than anyone probably, uh, in our state right now. And he's going to continue to do that when he gets back. It's, it, yeah, he, he was injured and he's going to be back. And, uh, I have full, I have full confidence. He's going to be, um, bonusing people like crazy when he gets back just where he was. Um, so, uh, sure. <laughs> I, I definitely saw that. I noticed that Landon kind of didn't get the the love he deserves. Kind of got
0: snubbed on all those, dude, man. And I, and I know, yeah, that, you know, I know that Sealy's a big name right now in the state, and everybody has really high expectations for him. Um, you know, and, and I'm not trying to doubt him or anything else. I just haven't, I haven't seen him wrestle. Um, I have yeah. to see him, so I'm excited to see that. I'm excited to to see him. I've heard a lot about him. You know, I know he's uh, he's got the attention. He's got the hype. It's just. Uh, can he live up to it you know
1: yeah i there's no doubt in my mind he will zero doubt zero percent doubt in my mind i you're talking though to you are I, I'm, joe seeley huh <laughs> i am the con i am like the conductor of the joe seeley hype train like i think he is next level i you're really do i it, think huh? him yeah probably honestly I, I i was one of the ones that's been 100 behind him i think him and and four uh, and trainer and cypher and joplin yeah.
0: trainer and- was another one and joplin were both on there yeah. i didn't mean to leave and- you guys out um but y'all were definitely mentioned a lot trainer was on just about all of them i think and joplin was on i think he was left out of like two where i was kind of looking at the other names going like man that's a good list but the only ones are- that are missing are four and joplin there you know
1: <laughs> yeah yeah cypher norris um and then Kyle Montepetro, obviously, he's nationally ranked right now, so he's one of the yeah. top kids in our state. And then Cage Cage Williams, another guy. If if Joe Seely wasn't what Joe Seely is as a freshman coming in, we'd be talking about Cage Williams the same way. I think people are kind of sleeping on him a little bit just because Joe Joe Seely's uh, same age coming in as a freshman, but Cage Williams, man, that kid's really really good too. Um, push he pu- pushed Holden Cipher last year right after holding bonus his way through the state tournament. So those, those to me are the kind of the top guys. Um, yep. Jeremiah Price, Cage, Joe Seeley, um, Montepetro, Cypher, Joplin, Trainer, and Four. I, I just want to bring it up because I don't, I think people are are forgetting too much about Landon Four. He's about to, uh, as everything goes all right with our season and uh, makes, <laughs> we make it to the end, which is looking pretty good right now. Uh, Landon yeah. Four is going to become, our next four-time state champ in North Carolina, so and well-deserved too. And, right. uh, he'll and it be, looks like yeah, he's going to be at least uh,
0: looks like he's leading the charge for for a few kids um, mm-hmm. to follow up with them. You know, we've got a few on track right now that, yeah, that, you know, he'll be the first one since I believe two thousand nine.
1: Yeah, sure. since Creed he'll be and the first one. Yeah, yeah, since Creed and mocked did it together that year at, at one thirty-five, four A and three A. Yeah, um, we have we have one says now, Quincy Monday did win four state titles, so I do want to make sure but we mention all that. Like he,
0: the only thing was all, they weren't all here, so I don't know if yeah. we claim him as a as a North yeah, Carolina I, kid. It, that's a tough that's a tough debate. You that's, know,
1: that's it's it's definitely one. I took some flack from that on Twitter a while a while back, like a couple months back. But for me, I don't I don't count him as a four time North Carolina state champ. Like yeah. he didn't win four North Carolina titles, just like I don't count uh, Dennis Gustafson as a two-time North Carolina state champ, he won one here in North Carolina and then he won one in Virginia. Right. Yep. So we can't, we can't have it both ways as far as that goes. So I, I, I do count Quincy as a four-time state champ, just not a four-time North Carolina state champ. And yeah. he obviously is doing huge things at Princeton. So I'm really excited for him to get back on the mat next year, but I uh, just want to make sure I pointed out that people are forgetting about Landon four way too much. Way, yeah, they way are. Too They're
0: much. sleeping on them. They are sleeping yeah. on him, man. And, uh, and I think whenever he comes back out, and uh, when he starts teching people, and really starts, and, yeah, don't you know, remember,
1: don't yeah. remember quickly.
0: I think he'll make uh, him but, remember remember fast. He he's a good kid. I'm excited. I'm excited to watch him watch him work but, this year. You know, I, I'm a big fan of his.
1: Do you do you think we we've ever had the hype about a kid like we have about Joe Sealy though? Like, I mean,
0: I don't know. I don't think so. I don't. I don't think not, so. Not in a kid that has not wrestled an actual. High school match before, like I mean, I know he's wrestled high school kids. I know he's he's bumped up and he's beat you know good kids and he's wrestled well, but he has not wrestled in a high school single yet. Yeah, and we are you know I'm hearing things that you know he's going to be the the best the best wrestler to ever come out of North Carolina. Is some of the predictions?
1: Yeah, I mean, Landon Four actually said that himself to to me on Instagram a while back. He said that. If Joe does what he thinks he's gonna do, he's gonna be the best North kid North Carolina's ever seen. That was from high praise coming from Landon, right? So
0: and that's big. I mean, that that's huge. Yeah. Um, I, I hope know. he stays. You know, I hope he doesn't end up going to a prep or anything like that. I hope he does stay in the state. Um, but I, to answer your question, I don't think we've ever seen this much hype. No. At least I I don't remember it. If we have, I haven't heard of it. You know. Um,
1: I think it's a combination of things too. Like social media and video wasn't out there like it was, you know? Like, right now, I remember four, there was definitely lots of talk about Landon Four coming in. I, I heard about him pretty quickly before his freshman year, and I was still coaching at that time. And people were like, Do you know about this this Landon Four kid? Da, 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 da. And they were talking about him in middle school and stuff like that. And then um, Monte Petro being a Super 32 middle school champ. And then uh, Ethan Oakley got a lot of hype too. Yeah, with his- he did super 32 medical school title and all of those guys have lived up to it and then jumping back all the way to a guy that's my age uh chris bolens man people were yeah. hype for who chris is Bullens. who is
0: arguably you know and i know we're we've talked about kind of having a an episode in the future of kind of talking about the history a little bit and kind of going through our who we think the best is and best coaches best programs and and also not just you know who's the best but just historically you know just who like you know I know we're gonna talk about Atwood and the huge things he did at Parkland. Um but Chris Bullens is it's tough to to argue that he's not you know I think he's the best wrestler North Carolina's ever had in high school at least. I,
1: I'm with you. Yeah me in too. School. I mean I when mean you gotta put John well, Mark people, Bentley in there. You oh have to for put sure John
0: Mark in there um coach Bentley from App State you have to put him in there um his feet but man Chris dominated people and he did it injured you know yeah. especially it, those
1: last couple years
0: yeah hey,
1: he Dude,
0: I, he was a spencer lee before he Lee with spencer lee <laughs> yeah
1: no i mean i i i'm on record of saying this to you off air and i don't mind putting it on air when <laughs> i watch kids chris bullens is still the best kid i've seen russell ever, yeah. like in our state I just watch it and there's there's others too like it's not just for, like four times they champs. Like, John Burns, when John Burns was a junior senior, that guy was one of the best wrestlers we've ever seen. Um, Eloy Palma out of Carey yeah, when he, he was a, was, a yeah, monster, so good, right? So good. Um, I mean, Drew Forshee, four-time state champ, Dusty McKinney, four-time state champ. Those guys were awesome. Parker but, Von Eggeny um, was
0: a monster. Nick, pa- King, yeah, Parker, you know, Nick I
1: mean, Key, those guys. But even all those guys, I still just when I watched Chris Bowl, was a
0: good one. Tolson, yeah. Drew Turner. I mean, that that's uh, kind of yeah, a little bit of my uh, you know of my time frame. But you know, I agree that you
1: know, Vincent Ramirez from girls. Riverside. Yeah, yeah. Vincent Ramirez, yeah, guy. Um, like when Riverside, Colton Palmer, Colton Palmer was one of the best yeah. guys I've ever seen. Um, Travis Coffey, those guys, all those guys, but still, even to this day, like thinking about the recent graduates too, like the Donald Cates, the Toby yeah. Earlies, like Man, I don't know. There was something about Chris Bullens that
0: Bullens was different,
1: man. He was different. He was different. He, he, he could beat he, to you to me. You wanted,
0: he could beat you anywhere you wanted to go. So uh, but, and, and that was that was what was so crazy about him, you know. But I don't know. It's early to talk about it. It's and I mean just because he is a freshman, but do you know, we see Joe Seeley in that conversation with Bullins when he wraps up his high school career?
1: Yeah, I mean so that's the hard part right now is because he is just a freshman right he is just a freshman so four years is a long time a lot of things can yeah. happen um as far as like just staying healthy and i hope the best for him i want him to stay healthy i want him to be able to complete his career if he is able to just do the things that i think he's capable of man he's gonna be the best kid that yeah. is gonna come out of our state yeah. uh, i just i just i'm very high on him watched him in person russell Torre Moore, who got uh, fifth place at like 145 at 4A last year. And he he did the thing, man. He looks phenomenal yeah. doing it. And he I mean, he's been doing it all over the place in off season. So uh, just I'm really excited to see that kid compete on the high school level um, as far as in state and just kind of I, I think it's going to be kind of crazy as far as the, the hype that will build by the time he's a senior. But um, speaking of Josiah let's let's talk some storylines for the year. I did an article a while back for uh southeast wrestle i put some storylines in there i'm gonna update it right as the season kicks off like as the competition starts right. off not today so man i don't think we can talk storylines without talking about this is the weirdest year ever right yeah, it's, like
0: it's insane it, it's absolutely it's insane gonna be we just finished our you know d1 nationals d2 nationals and uh you know we haven't even started practicing we can't even get in the room, yeah. you know, high schools can't even get in the room together yet. So it's just, it's, it's insane.
1: It's crazy. Right. And we're only going to be doing duels. There's no dual state championship, which I know a lot of coaches want that. You know, me, uh, you've known me for a long time. You know, I'm not a huge duels yeah. guy. I like the individual tournament better, but I think the duels are an important aspects because it shows another team, team win. So yeah. um, I don't know. It's going to be a weird year as far as that goes. And I, we were talking off-air right before this, the whole not-wrestlebacks thing, condensed yeah. brackets of the state tournament. I'm eight still man bracket, right? Yeah, eight-man bracket. I wow. still um, – I go back and forth. I, it's a long way away. Uh, um, so I'm hoping that maybe that will change. I mean, I'm an optimist, so I'm hopeful we just get our full tournament. Other states have done it. Ohio did it. Pennsylvania did it with full-wrestlebacks. South Carolina, Virginia did it. Yeah. Um, so I'm hopeful we can get that done as well and just kind of give these kids the best experience they can. Um, I think we're still waiting from what I saw on the forums. I, I've been a little out of touch the past little bit. So I've been really busy at work, but mm-hmm. um, just I've saw I've seen that um, the OPC hasn't really been opened up yet because mm-hmm. the health department, North Carolina Health Department is still trying to approve the guidelines for wrestling season, which is kind of weird considering like what we just stated. Like all these states have already Georgia's done it, South Carolina, Alabama, Virginia, Pennsylvania, they they all have had their season Ohio, they all had their seasons already. The college season already happened. So yeah, it's kind of weird that they're still trying to figure all that out. Um but hopefully that gets done pretty quickly because what was it what'd you say like 16 days or something like that or 19 days or something like that we kickoff practice or something like that supposedly yeah it it's just it
0: we're so close and we don't even know really what's going on yet um you know are we have they even released if we if the kids have to wear masks when they're wrestling this year that, they, yeah none of coach? that none of that's are been they, of released course, yet, so. to wear mask, um is that something that we're gonna that we're gonna have to kind of face um you know with that like our coaches our coaches kind of having their kids practice with mask on like hey, guys, mm-hmm. we might need to get used to this. Yeah. Um, let's try this out. I mean, are they, or is that something we're going to have to prepare for? Is that something that's, you know, going to change? Um, this is going to be the craziest year, uh, you know, and it's yeah. just – it comes down to, like you said, that one-day state tournament. It's going to come down to, look, you have to bring it that day. You got to wake up and be and ready to be a state champ that day. There is no – You know, wrestle one good match or, you know, wrestle one match that doesn't feel great. Second one feels good. Third, you know, and kind of warm up and get through the no easing into it for sure. It's just going to be go go. time right away. You know, like you're so when we start the season, you better be in mid season form. Like when you when we get going, these kids don't have that time to to slowly kind of get into this. We're hitting and we're going to sprint. Like we we got to go. It's going to be crazy. I'm excited. There's going to be some big things this year. Um, Big weights to watch. I'm excited about the coverage, man. Yeah, I know.
1: Yeah. We had talked about a little bit. It's it's, going to be, regardless of it being a weird year, it's going to end up being the uh, best coverage our state tournament's ever had. And I'm saying that as I'm going to do my best to give it the best coverage ever. (laughs) Like, I have some big ideas heading into that one day state tournament. And then when we returned to the three day state tournament, I got even bigger ones. And then it kind of worked out for us to be pushed back because um, Jason Fulmore from Southeast wrestle, like all the other States in the Southeast are done. They're done. Yeah. So he can come watch ours. We'll come watch ours. He's going to be super focused on ours and uh, not have to worry about splitting his time. And then Frank is obviously going to be there and doing his thing. And so
0: so, my question for Frank, I know last year he wore a different a different shirt each year. Is he just going to do a different shirt each session? Like, is he just going to have a backpack that, yeah. uh, that he just goes in the bathroom and kind of pulls a Clark in and, you know, just changes out every session? it might, <laughs> might,
1: might be trying to do, like, everybody try to find him type thing. But between him and I and, and Jason, you'll be busy coaching. So, But I'll, I'll get you between rounds or something to get a little update in. I, I promise our listeners that we're going to have the best coverage the state tournament's ever had. I, I want to amp this up and uh, get our, our state tournament a little more Which notoriety. And, and, that,
0: and that's kind of one of the reasons we started this, you know, it, that we started this podcast is because we, we want, we want our guys in our state to feel like, Hey, you guys are being watched. Like there's people that care about this, man. Like we want North Carolina wrestling to grow. And I think that our state tournament is so unique compared to other, other states other states, like, I don't – a lot of North Carolina kids don't realize this. Other states have their their state tournament, a high school gym, mm-hmm. you know, where it feels like any other tournament. It's just they don't have that special that special atmosphere like North Carolina does. Man, like, North Carolina, we're so lucky that, like, that, that the state does care about it, that they get to have this awesome state tournament that, I, you know, I definitely want to bring more attention to it. I know you do because they do such a great job you know, for the finals that like this year, they had the spotlight come out, you know, follow the kids right now, introduce each kid from, you know, from each side. And it was awesome. Mm -hmm. Like I remember I had the worst, like just butterflies waiting for Corbin and Colby, like listen, listen to their names, getting called. It was just like, man, I feel like I'm going to wrestle right now. This is insane. Like, this is so cool. Um, and, I, you know, I just – I want our, our sport to grow in the state and I want our athletes to get the recognition that they deserve that they're earning because I do think that we have some of the best kids. You know, Landon Four, you see, he's going for four this year. Joe Seeley, he, you know, he could be the future, you know, not just not just North Carolina. If he lives up to, to the reputation that he has now, um, you know, if he lives up to the hype, that, that's a national – you know, that, that's a kid that's being on the national spotlight, you know. Mm-hmm. And so – 100%. I'm super excited and definitely excited um, with the three-day, you know, whenever we can finally get back to three-day tournament. I know that we've talked about it before, you know, trying to do, you know, maybe some nightly updates, like different things that we've talked about, interviews. Oh, maybe. Yeah. Um, there's just so many cool things we're going to be able to bring and do that uh, I'm really excited for our listeners to get to see that. I'm really excited for you guys to, to see what we have, you know, planned for you. Um, we've got some big things coming up. But it's awesome because we're able to do that because we've got some some big names. We've got we've got the talent to to draw the attention to, you know, without them, we don't have anything here. Um, without our listeners, without the athletes in North Carolina, we don't you know, we'd be sitting here talking, you know, talking nonsense.
1: <laughs> yeah, I just excited, man. I think it's. The, with it being pushed back at least we get some silver linings with jason be able to focus on it frank yeah. and i'll be there uh giving it the best coverage we can so uh you want to talk you want to talk a little more uh, about these storylines here like um as far as like classification by classification because kind of i mean of the things 1a can stand i think out.
0: uh i think we can skip over 1a avery's gonna destroy everyone Avery's yeah. gonna run the table sorry to anyone else in 1a like you know, hey, Robert, like Coach Odom, love you to death, man. Um, but I, I don't think anyone can can touch Avery this year. They are so what, stinking good.
1: One of the things though to watch in one A is speaking of Coach Odom is Cage Williams. I'm telling you, okay. Cage Williams. You are you
0: are big on you are big on Cage, man. You are excited. I am big
1: you. big Cage Williams fan, man. I really am. He uh he he's not your average. Freshman, I'm telling you, wait, you're going to see him at Inca. He's right here in our Western North yeah. Carolina. You wait, you'll be like, this kid's a freshman? You won't believe it, man. I'm telling you, it's he's the hype is real for him, too. I'm very excited about him uh, and Kyle Think being back-to-back in back the lineup. Just just wait. And then uh, big. speaking of four-timers, right, we're talking about landing four. We got Levi Andrews, who's at Avery, one of their yeah. big point scorers. He's probably gonna wrestle heavyweight this year. Yep. Um he's he's gonna try to stay on track for four. Um so he, he'll try to go for title number three this year. Now landing four, if he wins, he's gonna be the heaviest four-time state champ in our history because he's won at 170 and then won one eighty-two the past two years, and we'll see where he ends up this year. Yeah. Uh, but I don't, he only, think, I don't it,
0: think that title I don't think that title stands for long.
1: Yeah, it only lasts one year because Levi Andrews winning at two twenty as a freshman and sophomore. Yeah, um, you know that that kind of that's kind of cool to have some freshmen winning a little bit heavyweights. And then we talked about it a lot on the uh, girls episode, but Heaven Fitch looking to repeat. She's a heavy favorite in my opinion, uh, um, heavy heavy favorite. So it's gonna be interesting, um, just watching that dynamic of uh, her coming back to the mat, being a heavier favorite than she was a year ago. I think she makes history again, um, and just kind of. Even propels herself in more into the national spotlight. So yeah, that's I For mean sure. those are the storylines I'm kind of looking at at one A um, and like you said Avery's team title is is it's pretty locked. much locked up our Yeah,
0: I mean I don't want to jinx them or anything, and I don't want to no disrespect any other one A program, but whenever you're that good, you get that respect, and uh, you know I think yeah. that they showed it to us last year that. They are that good. They really I mean they oh. it's just didn't you know there is no they're good. Yeah, they're solid. I mean, I think the last year they were one of the best teams in the state. And I think this year, I think this year they're gonna be it's tough to say that they wouldn't win it in one A, two A, three A, four A. You know Yeah, they'd be right in
1: the mix for any any classification. They'd make a sure. run at it.
0: But uh but we can go ahead and bump up to two A. I mean, of course the first storyline is gonna be four going for four you know yeah uh, Landon Landon's looking to make make that history um and like we said before be the first time be the one be the heaviest and also be the first one since 2009 uh to do it you know and then but not only him but but the rest of his boys that Ford versus Caddo race is going to be
1: yes yeah it's gonna be so sick it's gonna be awesome Ford versus Caddo it, it was like that last year. We'll see what happens. We talked at length on the first episode about the team yeah. race, so I'm gonna wanna dive back into it until we kind of see how it shapes up. But it's gonna be fun. And
0: but, then
1: a team to watch, man, is Surrey Central. That's where um, I'm hearing Joe Seely's at. So Joe Seely at Surrey Central with Jeremiah Price, Jacob Price, tough, and tough, Stephen tough Campbell right there, man. That's that's four title contenders. Um, and, but I mean, Kata's – Cata and Ford both have four 4 title contenders themselves. So I think it's going to be a yeah. pretty uh, pretty fun race there, um, specifically between Ford and Cata. But Sir so, Essentials, one to watch for sure. And then so, uh,
0: question for you Do you put 2 way right now as the best classification in the state?
1: Oh, man. I don't know. I always have a hard time because it's so different. I'm yeah. trying to compare. I'm Imagine that three of your
0: four big board number ones are in 2A. So right here's
1: how I, yeah, here's how I kind of look at it right now. I think the best individuals in our state just happened yeah. to be in 2A okay. with Sealy, with Price, Montepetro. So and who, who do you think do you
0: take? Do you think that 4A, 4A still, I know that 4A, I, 4A I, has always had the the history of being the toughest one to win it in. Um yeah. and I think both tough kids. So do you still put four A in there?
1: I think for A team wise is the toughest right now. Yeah. And then probably depth wise, which that makes sense, right? Like depth wise, yeah. they should be the toughest because they have the most right. kids at their school. So right. I think that, yeah, but I think I mean it's kind of ironic though that all four number ones on the big board are two A schools. Yeah. Right now. So I think the best individuals right now, all four number ones are at two A schools. Um but depth-wise, for a team-wise, 4 a right now, right. And then, but uh, Mata, speak, speaking of yeah. Monta Petro, there going going for four or going. I'm for glad three, you said his I name
0: because I still can't. I'm going to work on that. <laughs> hey. Tile. I could be butchering um, it too. I you never know out how to say your name before you win your third state title. Okay.
1: <laughs> yeah. He's, he's a great kid, man. I really like his style, but he, he's going to stay on track, try to win number three, which his, his weight around him is going to be pretty tough, I think, but he's obviously a heavy favorite just with kind of what he's done so far. I mean, he's pretty much bonus his way through all the right. state tournaments. So, um, and then 3A. I I know you're going to disagree. We've talked about it before. Look, we yeah, already I, talked about.
0: It. We I, talked it off the air. And uh, yeah, have some Central Cavaris,
1: Central Cavaris, man. They're man, I think they're the favorite. I know you you and your your Inca boys disagree and you have every right to, and y'all are gonna be in the thick of things, but yeah, I, I I'm liking Central Cabarrus's chances, especially in this format, too, if there's gonna be no wrestlebacks, which is what would help you guys out. So I don't know. I'm just I'm I'm high on Central Cabarrus and the crew they got there. So um the I Baglios still, and and I Jackson still have so.
0: to disagree one hundred percent okay um i still think the word the team beat i think that i think we're it um looking at our room i think we're solid you know we've got we've got a murder's row right there um and we've got kids that, that are excited to get in there and they're excited to fight for the program um you know we've got kids that that they feel like they're getting overlooked you know they feel like that they're getting overlooked that their name should be out there and i think so you know and we've got other kids that that they don't really care that their name's getting overlooked because they look at it and say, well, guess what? I'm going to win the state title this year. Um, and they've been working, you know, and you can see it. Um, we're going to have some some big surprises, and uh, I'm excited. I'm excited for us to prove you wrong. Um, nothing against you guys over at Central Cabarrus. I think you guys do have a, a, a great program, um, great team coming up, but I just think that uh, – I think Inca, I think we're the team to beat. Okay? That's it. That's, that's it. Hey, we'll, think, we'll, think we're the we'll team, see what right? it happens.
1: We'll see what happens when comes out to And then, and then uh, we're going to watch it 3A, Trip Collins, try to go for number three. He has a great story. If you guys don't know his story, you should dive into it a little bit. I don't want to go into too much, but um, great story about adversity you and overcoming adversity. And then uh, Marcus Jackson and River Carroll and uh, Hunter Lewis are going to um, – or Will Lewis, excuse me. They're all going to look to repeat after state titles last year. And then uh, for 4A storylines – it's all about that wild team race to me, man. Yep. I am so hyped for that. It's I am crazy. so excited for that. It's going to be bananas. We went into it a bunch already. I think it's going to this... be the
0: best team race that we've ever seen in this state this yeah. year. Um, I, I I really do. I think that we've got, we've got some awesome programs up there that, uh that I'm excited to see, you know, I think Huff's going to, I think Huff's going to bring it. I mean, Laney's ready to bring it there. Like normally, <laughs> man, it goes on and on, Mike. <laughs> It's going to be nuts and it's going to be who can, I think it's really come down to the coaches. I think it's going to come down to to which head coach can have his kids ready to go. You know, who can, who can be the kale, you know, who can be kale Sanderson this year and have his kids ready to go. I I think that's, that's what it comes down to,
1: you know? Yeah, I think, I think you're right. Last year's team race is going to be hard to beat, but this one's going to be better. Um, So I'm excited for, for Helene and Ho and um, and Lake Norman and all, all these schools, Moresville. it's gonna be bananas. Yeah, Mooresville, yeah, it's gonna be great. And then we talked about it a little bit already on this podcast today, but Richard Trainer going for number three, West Point commit. He's moving up a few weights. It looks like he's getting getting bigger. Yeah, um, I still think no matter what the weight class, he's gonna be a heavy favorite. He's just that good, sneaky good on top so underrated on top yeah, um, um, yeah i
0: think that's going to carry over into college he's going to be a monster mm-hmm. in college
1: yeah i think he's going to do really big things for kevin ward at west point so really excited it's cr- crazy to me he's already a senior i remember watching him as a freshman at holy angels <laughs> tournament.
0: yeah
1: i remember he because he a he AAed at fargo um before the season started that summer um and freestyle that summer before uh the season so i knew right away i wanted to watch him when we got the holy angels and I'm um, just watching him. I was really impressed with him. He he looked honestly. He was a little undersized that uh, that his freshman year. So uh, um, impressive for him to to have the that freshman season he did, and then he just hasn't looked back. Right, just continually yeah. getting better. And then uh, to close out storylines for that, just uh, Holden, Su- Fur, and uh, Joplin looking to repeat. They finally got their first state title last year. I say finally, not in a bad way, but right. they just kind of right at the top, right at the top two years in a row. Yeah. And uh, and they were able to get that state title last year and bonus their way to do it. So um, excited to watch those guys kind of cap off amazing careers, historic careers for their programs. Now so, Joplin's
0: heading NC State, right?
1: Yeah, actually it's Holden Cipher and Joplin are both, gonna be both going to be at NC State. Yeah. That's awesome. Yeah.
0: Wow. I didn't realize that
1: i'm excited to see what pat pop can do with them because he obviously he's a great developer of talent too we've talked a lot about john mark being really great at developing talent but pat pop's really good at too and um joplin and cypher and we got um donald cates there who yeah really excited to see him get in lineup next year i think he's gonna be a difference maker um on that level so Um, all those guys. So storyline's going in the year. I'm excited to see how they develop and and what ones kind of come into play and um, what rivalries get going. And I think we're going to have some really good weights heading into next year too. But I think we should say maybe next week kind of dive in weight by um, weight, maybe some weights that stand up to uh, stand out to us about what guys, maybe some sleeper guys. I got some guys that um, I put an article out a while back that, were non-state qualifiers last year um, that everyone should have on their radar going into next year. So I'll bust that out. Uh, it's on my Patreon page if people want to go check that out. But um, I'll bust that out and kind of talk about that next week about what what I picked one from each classification that was a non-state qualifier that um, people need to have on their radar because they're going to come in and compete this year. But right. let's talk let's let's talk weight by weight uh, mm-hmm. next week and kind of have an idea of yeah, um, which, which guys are contending for titles and stuff.
0: Yeah. And uh, I'll go ahead and put it out now that guys go ahead and uh, look out for a poll on uh, what's the toughest weight this year. What is the toughest weight and what's the toughest classification this year? I want to hear it. Um, I want to hear y'all's opinions. You know, we love, we love hearing from you guys. And I, you know, I do want to kind of reiterate this, that if y'all disagree with anything we have on here, let us know. We love talking, you know, heck we might even bring you on here and let you talk to us with, you know, with us about it. Um, we're all for it. We want to grow this. We want to grow this thing. We want to grow the sport. Um, you know, if y'all have something to say, if y'all if y'all disagree, if y'all agree, if y'all love something, we say if we hate it or if you hate it, let us know. <laughs> we're open to it. We love to talk. We both do. We are open to the feedback. All right. <laughs> but, uh, but watch out for that poll yeah. this week. It'll be, uh, it'll be toughest classification and toughest, weight class this year so yeah um join us next week guys uh we're, we're gonna dive into that and uh, uh, this that podcast one.
1: is presented to you yeah and this podcast is presented to you by carolina's matt news mr frank smithwick and sponsored by um Village Coaching. If you want to get uh, recruited in college or looking for a recruiting angle, Village Coaching is the place for you. It's village-coaching.com Visit him, check it out Tell them Ryan and Rhett set you there um, Alright guys, thanks for listening See you guys Thanks for listening to Carolina Takedown Talk with Ryan Mitchell and Rhett Hoy presented by Carolina's Matt News what do you know, man, do you know, know,